trying to start out a little bit softer because there are certain topics that th this one in particular has been pressing and demanding attention for quite some time and I was really trying to not talk about it publicly um, in such a direct way which is why you know I'm making a whole podcast episode about it talking directly about it because it's a very kind of taboo to talk about um especially if you're like yeah i'm for women and i support women but listen because i love women and because i support women that is not just like a full blanket statement acceptance for some of the shitty behaviors that women tend to do and I'm not excluded from this conversation. Some things that I'm going to address, I have never done. And some things I'm going to address, I have done. And I will be very honest about like what kind of my process was to come to terms with this and to really be like, oh my God, how did we get here? Like, when did we start competing? That is not a feminine trait. That is not something that women inherently do. We don't compete. We don't compete, especially, especially not for a man, okay? Look at like almost all of nature. What? Listen, I watch a lot of like David Attenborough nature documentaries because I'm really old and lame and I don't really like trash TV and I don't really get into like all the shows that people are talking about. So if I want to put the TV on, I will want a a British man narrated documentary about the world and it just like lights me up. I get so excited to see it. Um, but when you watch these shows, when you watch like all of nature for basically all of life has been that men compete for the female. That is, that is just like the typical how it goes. Are there some exceptions? Yes. Have some species adapted and changed that? Yes. Why did we, as a species, start competing for men? What is that? When did that start? Why did that start? Why is it such a, a weird thing if, like, there's a guy and he doesn't want you, but he wants your friend, and then all of a sudden you try to turn it on a little bit more and throw him some flirty eyes, and like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you competing for this? Where did that come from? That is such a masculine trait. Men compete. Women are not competitive. We can't, yes, obviously we're humans. We can possess all qualities and traits and everything, but like, it is not inherent in our design to be competing with each other. We are connectors. We are nurturers. We are creators. We are the, the soft, fierce, feminine duality of, of everything that exists. Like, why do we hone in on this one aspect of, okay, I have to look better than she does. I have to make more money than she does. I have to have more shoes than she does. I have to do my makeup better than she does. I have to get a hotter guy than her or I have to get her guy because that validates that she's pretty and if he chooses me that means I'm also pretty. Like what is this? I this is something I honestly can say I have not done. 
I have never understood how when a, a woman is with somebody and you see that she's with somebody and you decide to try and start making moves on him, where did that come from? Like, why do you do that? The second I see a guy he's in, and he's with a woman and I know he's taken, like the second I see a guy and I'm like, oh, he's good looking. And then I see that he's taken immediately off limits in my mind. Immediately, I'm like, the attraction is at a zero because I can notice that a guy is attractive. I can notice that he's like the things that I find attractive in a man, but it stops being like a desire for him the second that I know he's taken. I am immediately so far away from that situation. I don't even look at him the same. And I've always been that way. I don't want what you got. I do not want what you got. I can be inspired by what you've got. I think that's what a lot of women have done is we've taken when we see someone that's like where we wanna be And instead of using it as a source of inspiration, women have turned it into a source of competition. Women have turned it into, well, I want what she has, so I have to do things better than her. I have to be above her. I have to try and bring her down because I don't like that she's where I'm not. Like, I have people, I have women that have been in my life that have called themselves my friend that got so angry and so upset and felt so awful when I was in a good place in life. When I finally got into my relation, when I like, they saw me through multiple relationships where I was not doing well and I was not with people that loved me. And they actually would be, they were closer to me at that point. And then when I got into my relationship now, all of a sudden the jealousy came out And it was a competition. Why does she have someone that treats her well, but I don't? Why does she have this person that, like it was almost in the spirit of like, she doesn't deserve that. And I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised because this is such a cancer in our society. And I don't think we ever intended it to happen. I think it was created. I think it was something that was kind of ingrained to us a long time ago that men are the prize and we need to be worthy of them. And I think that that's bullshit. I (laughs) Are there a lot of incredible things about men that like I love yeah there's a lot of of incredible things about humans that I love but I don't think they're a prize I think that I do just as well in life on my own as I do when I have a great man in my life and am I happy to be in a loving supportive relationship yes absolutely are there certain elements of it that enrich my life yes or otherwise I wouldn't be in it but it's like a trade-off, you know? It's like there's certain things that enrich and benefit my life about being single, and there's certain things that enrich and benefit my life about being in the right relationship. It doesn't mean that being with someone and having that security of having a partner is any more validating than it would be if I was on my own. Maybe that's how I used to feel. I used to feel that way. I used to be incapable of being alone. I used to look at other women who seem to have these really, really loving, supportive, amazing partners and go, 
I wish I had that and I would treat it with like this longing, but I never hated them because of it. I never looked at women and said, I can't believe she has what I want. I'm going to start secretly rooting for her demise or even openly rooting for her demise. And I personally know people that have done that with me. And all of that, all of that negative energy that you are trying to put towards someone else because they have something that you want is just a reflection of how insecure you actually are. And sis, that is a you problem. That is such a you problem that has nothing to do with me. I will continue to boast how happy I am, how in love I am, how and how my life has just evolved into this incredible, beautiful, like phoenix rising from the ashes because I worked my ass off for it. It was not handed to me. This life that I've created with these incredible daughters and this beautiful home and a good financial situation and an incredible partner who treats me so well. And there's just like so much love and abundance and goodness in my life right now. And this is the first time that I've really felt like I've got it all. Like I have all of it, but I worked for it. It was not handed to me. And 90 something percent of the women that you see that are doing really well in life, they had to work for it. It takes a lot of work on yourself, a lot of throwing off the expectations that society has of you, of what you're supposed to be and how you're supposed, how you're supposed to talk and how you're supposed to act. And you have to get to the point where you're so sick and tired of conforming to what everybody around you is being and what everyone around you is saying you should be, whether directly or indirectly. And you have to say, what do I want? And then you have to work to create that. It is not easy. So when you see someone that is at the point that you want to be at, find a source of inspiration in that. Not, not competition. It has always been so weird to me how like it happened in my last relationship and it's happened in my current relationship actually at this point. I don't understand where these girls get the idea that like when I started posting my partner publicly on like social media because I was super private about it and like only my close friends and like people that are in my immediate circle, you know, knew about him. So when I started posting him publicly and like tagging him and you know, all that stupid, just social media, Instagram bullshit stuff, all of these girls who have been following me or like, I don't know. I don't know what their motives are. I don't really care. But I noticed all of these girls that have never met him, have never interacted with him, don't aren't even friends of mine. Like they're just like random followers that I have would go and follow him and like interact with all this his stuff. And it's not even like it's just like a what are you doing thing? Like, what is your goal with this? What are you trying to do? It's snaky, dude. I don't care if your intentions are quote-unquote innocent. That is some shady shit. And I know he would never do anything, but I don't know any of y'all. Like, that is some shady shit. It's weird. Tell me it's not weird. Tell me it is not weird 
that someone is like, I'm in a relationship with this person, someone that you don't know in real life, that you don't interact with, you just follow them on this like public display platform. And then you go and you like follow and start trying to get in with their guy after they're like, I'm in a happy relationship like that. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's so weird. And it's happened to me so many times. And I don't know what, like, I can't even understand the mental thought process that goes into that. Oh, she seems really happy with him and he's attractive and he looks like he's doing well in life. So let me follow him. What? What? Like, oh, he's attractive and he seems like he's doing well in life and she's being treated like a queen. So let me go and like see, see if I can get some attention from him too. Let me tell you something, okay? He and I have both said to each other on multiple occasions, we have never treated anyone else as good as we've treated each other in this relationship. I have never been as wonderful to any man as I have to him, none, like not a single one in my life. And he has told me that he has never treated a woman like he's treated me. He's never been as loving, as giving, as respectful, as selfless, as all of the qualities that he is with me, okay? So you gotta understand when you see, this goes for anyone, when you see a man that is treating a woman really, really well and you try to go in and get some kind of in with him to be like, oh, well, I want to get him too because like, or I want to get him instead because I want this kind of treatment. You're not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Even if you could take him away from her, you wouldn't get that kind of treatment because you're not her. He is not going to act the same to you. And I know that because I've seen it. There are a very, very select group of people on this earth Like, it's actually smaller than you think. Think about all the people you've dated in your life, okay? Think about all the little, like, tiny flings you've had, whether it's been two dates, whether it's been a long-term relationship, whether it's been, like, you talked for a couple months, right? Just think about all of it. Think about all of that. And think about how many people you actually really clicked with. Well, chances are, if you had a long-term relationship with them, it was a lot better, But then you gotta scale that down even further to the people that you really, really wanted to like be with. Not just be with in a public sense, not just be with because you were lonely, not just be with because you wanted to feel like you were checking off some box and your biological clock is ticking and whatever the excuses you made were. Like I'm talking about like the day in, day out, you know every side of them and you still just radically love them from this deep, connected place like you know you two have something that you cannot have with anyone else the amount of people on this earth that you can have something like that with where you will give so much of yourself and you will do it happily because it's not coming from an empty validating needed space the amount of people that you could do that with is so small so what makes you think That if you were to take him from her, that he would give you the same kind of treatment. He wouldn't. He's giving it to her because it's her. And you need to remember that before you try to take these these guys from their girls. And if they're a man of quality and integrity, you're not going to be able to do it anyways. You're really just wasting your time and making yourself look stupid and desperate. But like, why instead of 
looking at a relationship that someone has or the kind of quality partner that they've attracted and saying like you're jealous about it and you're saying like oh that's something I want so I have to try and become that or I have to try and take it from her I have to try and why and why don't you instead look at it as okay that that right there is similar to what I want that kind of dynamic that kind of relationship that kind of confidence that kind of whatever the standard may be that you're saying you want why not take that and actually like go dark and really work on yourself why not take that and say I I want there's something about what she has that is something that would make me feel like my life is more full. My life is more enriched. My life is more in line with what I want. It's not a bad thing to look to people as inspiration. It's not a bad thing to say, I want her confidence. I want her beauty. I want her relationships. I want her friendships. I want her home. I want. There's nothing wrong with saying that, oh, that is a good thing that I want to achieve. But where it gets twisted is trying to take that specific thing or looking at it with like, well, she has that and I don't. And I just, I don't know why. Like everyone gets everything that I want. What the hell? (laughs) Stop. Your first problem is that you feel sorry for yourself and you feel like, well, everyone gets everything that I want. So like, I'm going to be bitter about that. That bitterness is only going to breed more bitterness and more discontent and more of everything that is not in line with what you want. You can't create beautiful new things from a bitter space. It does not happen. You know how you create beautiful new things that you want? Through gratitude, through inspiration, through alignment, through connecting with yourself, learning more about yourself, creating your own confidence and letting everything come from that. Let everything come from the source of confidence and alignment that you have created within yourself because that is where you're going to find what you actually want there are things that when I was at a really low place a couple of years ago that I looked at and said I wanted that I've since changed my mind about but that at least was the encouragement to take that step or there are things that I thought I wanted and that were like the end-all be-all and then I surpassed it and I was like oh (laughs) okay, time to set new goals, time to get, time to get like even better, you know, even higher, even more elevated, even more abundance, even more love, even more joy. You cannot create beautiful, good, wonderful, positive things from a negative energy. It doesn't work. So when you're carrying that bitterness or you are looking at what this, what this other person has, I'm referring to women a lot because like this is, this is very like girl on girl crime here, okay? I know it's I know it can change based on the situation, but like this is just what I've seen so much of. When you are looking at other women with resentment and bitterness for why she has something you don't. And when you are looking at other women have these wonderful partners or these these things that you don't have and you try to take them, that is not that's not actually validating that you're you deserve them. That's some That's some bad karma, and that is going to come back around to you. I guarantee it. You cannot go around just intentionally destroying people's lives by trying to take what is not yours to possess to begin with 
and and think that it's not gonna come back to you. You need to do the work on yourself to feel more confident in yourself, to feel more beautiful in yourself, to recognize your own unique talents and gifts and abilities that are going to attract everything you want to you. I did not seek out my partner. I attracted him by embodying all of the qualities that he was looking for in someone. And the reason he loves me so well is because all of the qualities he was looking for in someone are who I actually am. It is me at my core that he is in love with. And same for him. We did not like seek each other out and try to make it fit and try to make it be perfect because like I saw him with someone else and I wanted that and he saw me with someone else and he wanted that. No, it was so like not intentional and so divine timing. It was so unique in the way that we found each other. It was not orchestrated and it came at the perfect time. And it was purely because I just decided to be me. I decided to fully embody who I am, all of my natural confidence, all of my natural abilities and talents and gifts. And he loves me for them. And it's not hard. It's so easy and it's so simple because it's natural. It's what it actually is. When you're wasting all of this energy trying to make yourself fit into a box that you don't belong in, trying to make yourself talk like her, act like her, look like her, have the same things that she does, you are missing out on all of your unique gifts and talents that were given to you specifically for you to embody and live with. You are jipping yourself of the best experience that you could have in your life by not honoring who you actually are, by constantly putting yourself on this stage of competition and looking at other people with dismay or jealousy and I can't imagine living like that. Like once you get to the other side of that where you're like, holy shit, I don't, I don't even need to compete. I don't need to feel like anyone's better than me or I'm better than them. We're all just different. We're all different. Some other women out there may have more of some of the things that I have than I do and that's okay. I've got exactly the right concoction that makes me up. I've got exactly the right sarah cocktail that makes me who i am and i know this sounds like some childhood like cartoon show you're special the way you are bullshit but like i swear to god it's so real it's so real that i can just live and be exactly who i am and and all of these things find me when i embody that all of these things that i've thought were like unattainable or like other people get that I don't and it makes it more enjoyable when I do get it because I feel like it's mine I feel like it's exactly in line with me and what I'm supposed to get and what I'm supposed to have it doesn't feel like it should belong to someone else it feels like mine it feels like it's perfect for me so when you're sitting there and you're putting other people above yourself and you're saying, why do they have things that I don't? Why, why can't you be happy for them? Why can't you just be happy and say, you know what? Me getting triggered by them being happy and having a good life means that I don't really feel good about myself. Me sitting there seeing another woman talk about 
how happy she is in her job, how much money she's making, how much she is loved and supported by her by her partner and how great her family is and how like all these things like you're robbing yourself of your own experience with those things when you're constantly comparing and saying I don't have I don't have I don't have I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm jealous that energy is only communicating more to the universe that it's something you don't want it's something that you don't desire and maybe you're thinking like well if I'm jealous and I'm upset obviously that means I want it but that doesn't translate into energy space. That doesn't translate into vibrational attraction. You attract what you are naturally embodying and vibrating at. So when you're constantly saying, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I'm jealous, I'm jealous, I'm jealous, you are cre- you're keeping yourself on that lower level vibration of saying, I don't have it. And that is what you will attract, more lack. That is like, the law of the universe 101 you have to first become a vibrational match by having real integrated confidence by saying i already know that this is mine when before i met my partner i wasn't going around saying god everyone has these amazing men and i keep attracting all these shitty assholes and like what are they i just knew i knew that i would meet him I knew that he was already mine. I knew that like I would meet the person that would be like, holy shit, this is it. This is like my best friend. This is my, this is my person. This is my, my person, my partner where it's like, it's just everything that I want in a person. I wasn't going around pissed off that everyone seemed to have these relationships that I didn't. I wasn't pissed off about, oh, I'm just never going to find it. Everyone gets their person. I don't. I'm almost fucking 30 years old. I've got two kids. Who wants to date me? Like I could have, I could have sat there and just thrown myself a pity party and I would probably still be a miserable whining bitch, but I didn't do that. I decided to work on my shit. I decided to like actually feel good about myself and actually love myself and actually accept all parts of myself because if I couldn't do that for me then I was never going to attract somebody that could also do that for me it is all just a match you have to think of everything that you're putting out there as what you are calling in and let me tell you karma's real I've seen it play out so many times the girls that are out there trying to take these guys that belong to other women you may not be able to dictate his choice but if you're complicit in that that's going to come back around to you and it's going to be worse. And I've seen it happen to so many people. I don't care if you don't believe in karma. It's an energy exchange. It's you are putting energy into a situation. You are going to reap it. That is how all of this works. And it's positive or negative and energy is neutral. It doesn't care what your intentions are 20 years from now. If you created this negative energy space with other people, it's going to come back to and it's kind of unfortunate but it's real it's real you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and say why don't I just focus on me why am I giving so much of my energy and so much of my mental space to this other person who honestly doesn't even care about me 
you're like openly hating someone who does not have you in their mind at all. Like, do you know how weird that is? It's like a, it's like a little obsession. It's like a little fan <laughs> moment. Like, why? Why do you care? Just go live your life. Go be happy with yourself. Go work on yourself so you can be happy with yourself. I realized how many women in my life like didn't actually like me and didn't want to see me succeed and didn't want to see me happy. I I got all of that. Like I saw all of that and then I was just like, "Ooh, okay. All right. Um you don't deserve space in my life anymore. I don't want to have any friendships where I feel like there's some kind of weird secret competition. I don't like it. I don't know. And you can tell, you can tell when people do not have your best interests at heart. And you might doubt yourself and then you might be eating your words later and saying, God, I wish I would have listened to myself when I first picked up that something was off about this person. I can definitely say I've done that before. I can definitely say that there have been situations where I knew that something was off about someone. I knew there was like some weird kind of like narcissistic tendencies or like weird secret competition or jealousy. And I was just like, no, no, that's crazy. Everyone loves this person. There's no way. Yeah, no, no, (laughs) you know, you know when someone's in competition with you, you know what's up. You don't need to sit there and be like, am I being crazy? Am I being possessive? Am I being, no dude, no girl. No, you're not. You know what's going on. You need to trust that intuition. That is a divine intuition. And the more you learn to love yourself and the more you learn to tune into yourself is the more you will tap into that intuition and you will keep yourself protected from a lot of bullshit. But you know, it comes with work. It comes with some practice. And I'm just, I'm just going to give you like some big sis advice real quick. Okay. All right. If there is a single person in your life that you do not get excited to tell good news to because you're worried how it might offend them or you aren't sure how they're going to take it or you're not sure what the reaction will be, get them out get them out. They're not ready for you yet. Maybe you guys will be friends or have some kind of relationship in time, but that's not your person right now. That is a person that needs to work on their own stuff. And it can be family members. It can be family members. I remember when I realized that there's this kind of weird competition amongst women, especially in families, like mothers, daughters, sisters, And I don't subscribe to it, but I'm glad I'm aware of it because I've seen it in my own family. I've seen a lot of competition with me in particular because I just don't, it was like, it was like a little weird as a kid because I would remember being, I mean, I was young. I was like probably Bella's age, maybe like 10, 11 and my mom would just talk to me all the time about like how pretty I was and how th- just naturally thin I was. And she was like, you're just so naturally thin. And this is like, I'm giving some grace because this was the era of like the, the almond bombs, like one almond a day, you know, um, intensive like cardio classes and like diets galore. Like I, I get it. I get it. It was the culture to be like obsessively thin and just like under eat and not get enough caloric intake 
And I have always been small. I have always had a petite frame. And I know that like for the most part, you know, I can eat whatever I want. I do stay active. I walk a lot. I lift weights. I naturally gravitate towards healthier foods. But like I know that there are genetics at play where I am privileged. I get that. I'm cool with it. I appreciate it. But to sit there and be told at like such a young age when I wasn't like conscious of body weight, I started to be after this point, I started to be like, oh my God, I'm getting fat. I'm getting thin. I went on a diet when I was 13 years old because I thought I was getting too heavy at 70 pounds. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I was 13 years old and I started suppressing my meals because I thought that I was getting too heavy. I was cheerleading at this time and I thought I can't get too heavy because then they won't be able to lift me. And oh my God, like how toxic was like this mentality of being obsessively thin instead of just focusing on like being actually healthy as a whole system. We'll we'll get into that another time. But like, I remember being, almost feeling like it was said with like a resentment. Like she was upset that I had this like naturally small frame and was disguising it with like like a compliment but almost like a backhanded compliment and I was like bro I'm 10 like I don't know I don't know what the goal is with this right now but like I um don't think this is normal and that was something that like years years later I was like oh my god there was like some weird ass competition going on there and I don't think it's really like her fault I just think it's I I think there's like this this freedom and this independence and this I'm just gonna do things and figure it out later energy that I've always had I've always been like if I'm gonna if I want to do something I just do it I do it and I figure it out later half the time I'm not qualified half the time I don't know what the fuck I'm doing but I know I will figure it out I you cannot tell me that there isn't a situation that I will not figure out and I will not navigate in the best way. Does that mean I do everything right all the time? Fuck no, no way. But does that mean that like I trust in my capabilities and confidence and abilities enough to know that I'm gonna get there eventually even if I fail three times along the way? Yeah. And I think that that's something that like a lot of oppressed or suppressed women, especially women that come from that conservative Christian background don't really possess so I could see why that would be a trait of jealousy that like women in my family held with me but I never understood it I still don't understand it I still just do not get that that jealousy thing that jealousy dynamic especially between mothers and daughters or sisters I don't understand it and I will say I'm grateful for that because one thing it's taught me is that I really don't, I'm like consciously aware that I'm not like that with my girls and I'm never going to be like that with my girls. They could go out there and do everything that I had always wanted to do. Maybe like, you know, I, I'm, I didn't get to travel the world in my twenties cause I was a mom. I always wanted to just like go travel alone in all of these countries. That was like my dream. And then I got pregnant at 20 and that was gone from that second that I took that pregnancy test that was gone. And I've reframed it into like, you know, 
I can do it in my 40s when I have more money, which is going to be a lot nicer. But there's something I always romanticized about like being young and like making it by traveling the world and seeing all these different cultures and meeting all these different people and having these like, you know, these stories. And, and if both of them do that and they get to live the dream that I had for myself that I never got, I'm going to be so happy for them. Like no matter what happens in their lives, no matter what they do, if they are happy and they are blissed out and they're living their best life on their own terms, I will be so happy for them. I genuinely, I know it. I feel it in my core. There is no competition there. There is no jealousy there. I don't know if it was a generational thing because I know I have like friends who, you know, girlfriends who've had this with their moms too, where they were just like, yeah, she just, you know, she was always commenting on this thing or always kind of like didn't want to see me doing the things she could never do. Like, I, I don't know, maybe it is a generational thing. Maybe it's not something that, maybe it's not something that everyone's experienced, but you know, I think overall the problem is that women have not been allowed to be soft and feminine and embody their true natural given qualities in this patriarchal run society. And you can disagree with that what you want. It's a fact. It's a fact. It is a patriarchal society that is catered to men and their schedules and their needs and their wants. And we are kind of just like the sideshow. I appreciate that the tide is shifting. I appreciate that there's starting to be more conversations about women because we're here too. We've been here the whole time and we don't just exist for, for meeting men's needs. We don't just exist to repopulate the world. We have so many qualities inside of us that are overshadowed and looked down upon and frowned upon our ability to be soft our ability to be nurturing our ability to connect and read people and read situations and create and love and have depth and have duality and all of these things that we have it's so shamed and I think when you really start to learn yourself again and and get back to yourself and who you are at your core you start to really see that that's what you wanted all along and that weird competitive jealous side that you were carrying is not even from you. It's a defense mechanism. It's a space of insecurity and it's not something that you need to carry. Just like let that shit go and fall really, really, really in love with yourself. You know how when you meet someone that you're interested in romantically and you start getting to know them and then you spend months, you know, weeks, months getting to know them, getting to know what their favorite foods are, what they like, how they act when this thing happens, what their personality is, what their interests are, um, the little mannerisms that they have, the way that they like scrunch their nose when they talk about something or the way that they laugh or their routines. Like you learn everything about this person, right? And if it matches with what you want, you keep dating them and you keep learning them, et cetera, et cetera. What if you did that for yourself? What if you just said, I'm going to spend weeks to months getting to know me and just me without like pursuing anyone else? Like I'm going to spend dedicated time getting to know exactly who I am and who I want to be and just really getting in line with that 
and allowing myself space and grace to figure it out, allowing myself space and grace to be who I want. And I wonder what would happen in your life when you started shifting into that more. I wonder what you would start to see come to fruition that maybe you'd been wanting for months to years. And on that note, I don't know if that was more rant or inspiration. We're going to call it a, a rinspiration. <laughs> we're going to just, we're going to, we're going to say that's like a, a theme, you know, it's, it's like a rant that turns into an inspiration and an inspiration that turns into a rant vice versa. But listen, it's all real. It's all there. It's all, it's all actual topics that need to be discussed and not just like, oh, we support all women. We love all women. No, come on. Sometimes we got shitty behaviors. Let's change it. Let's be better. Let's do more for ourselves and the people around us so that we can actually have the lives that we want. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for letting me go on my inspiration, and I will talk to you next week.